What is going on, guys? It is not Tom. It's Ben. It's Ben, not Tom. Fuck. It's, I've been out of it for a little while, guys. Okay, so give me a break. What happened this week? So Ben, Max, Eddie, who you guys have already listened to in the past, um, went to Oxford and did another big weekend workout session. They also had a very interesting time with some fascinating questions from our Instagram audience. We discussed things like, should we be doing simulations before a full session or a full Hyrox event? We discussed how many wall balls are thrown in total when it, I can't remember how that is. We discuss how many wall balls? No. What did we just? What did you guys discuss? Something to do with the distance that wall balls travel in total over the whole event. I've botched it up. Anyway, you'll hear Ben's botching his mass on it as well. Give it a listen. You'll enjoy it. And we also talk about things like coaching online. So I will shut up and let you enjoy the wonderful voices of Ben, Max, and Eddie. And the last thing to say is, I'm back, baby. Fuck off, Blake. There you go, that's synced. No, it's not. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's definitely not. Eddie, get off your phone. I'm ready. <laughs> what is up, guys? Welcome to The Rock Zone, as promised on social media. Uh, we're actually, this week, we're sitting down with Eddie Dyer. Uh, you'll remember him from a couple episodes back, lifting the curtain on what goes into making a high rocks race. And this episode, we're going to be doing the same sort of thing, but using questions from everyone like yourself. So, as ever, Max is here with me. Or not as ever, actually. Sorry, you are here. Please. I'm, I'm back. They've allowed me back into the actual recording. Um, I was put aside, and Blake has taken my spot. But I'm here. <laughs> but Tom, Tom's still outcast, however. He's still banned for another few episodes. Yeah, he's kind of like, he's gone to Portugal, and he's just like, yeah, the sun out there. He hasn't realised that the heatwave in the UK has been pretty good, so I think he should be back soon, so mm. fingers crossed. Mm. But getting on to it, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, once again, Eddie Dyer, welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Good to be back. It's, uh, it's a joyous occasion you join us here. Well, actually, thank you, first and foremost, for inviting us back down to Oxfordshire to come train with you. So this weekend we've been uh, in your sort of fitness barn, your pain cave as such, uh, throwing some bags around, doing some lunges, some bench presses, and just getting, getting all soaked up and uh, sweaty, as per. Um, but obviously that's why we came down, but we're using this opportunity to talk to you and uh, lift that curtain again. So I guess... Uh, it's gonna. I think maybe we just start it off with some questions. Get straight into it. What do you think? While you get those questions up, actually, I think it's worth just saying, um, Eddie is the UK brand manager, correct? Yep, that's it. Uh, so he's not any old pleb that we've pulled from the street for a second time in a row. No, he's actually <laughs> somewhat informed as to what goes on in a high rocks. Somewhat. 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 Mm. somewhat. Um, and uh, the other thing to just say while Ben is getting up our social medias is that you can or you should follow us on Rockzone Pod on Instagram, on TikTok. We're trying to be more active on there. Um, we post memes, we post content of all shapes and forms. Um, and uh, more importantly, it's now giving you a voice to get directly connected to Eddie. Ben, off you go. Right, so the, the first question comes in from a really, really solid bloke that we met at the runner event called Steve. Um, he has the question of, for a high rocks first timer, 
How many times, or if at all any, would you recommend me trying to complete the whole circuit, whole Hyrox circuit, in one go prior to the actual competition? Great question. Thanks for the question, Steve. Um, I would recommend, I actually, before my first Hyrox, I think I only ever did three quarter, a three quarter simulation. Um, I, I think I did a couple of, of three quarter simulations before, before the race. I actually didn't have access, like many people, I didn't have access to a, a sled track to, to mm. push and pull on. Uh, so I skipped those movements and actually, luckily enough, in my first race, the, the sled push and pull wasn't such an issue. In my second race, it was more of an issue. But, um, but yeah, so I, I did, I did uh, two three-quarter simulations. I think that though that like ideally I, I would have done a couple of full simulations as well, actually, in hindsight. Um, and now moving forward, I think I'll, I'll, mm. I'll try and do full simulations before. So I would kind of recommend the same, the same for you. But I don't think you need to do a ton of full simulations. Mm. I think you can do, you know, one or two full simulations. Mm -hmm. You can, you can even go, but also you can even think about not just a full simulation. You can also think about even extending it further. Mm. I think mean, that also makes sense. Mm. Um, I actually heard the other day a, a, a tip from Hunter McIntyre. Uh, world world champion and world record holder um, that he he does I think 120 warbles as a, as opposed to 100. Oh, that's interesting. And and you know I guess he probably does similar things mm. along the lines of all the other workouts mm. so that when you get to that main event, it no longer feels as as making hard. it 20 percent harder to make it 20 percent easier in the actual race. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So I'd recommend a couple of a couple of long workouts. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Um, but I don't think you need to do you know, 10 full simulations yeah, yeah, yeah. before, before your memory. Do you have any, any tips for a, for a full simulation? Obviously, like, is that, would a full simulation be trying to emulate what an actual High Rocks event would look like? Or, like, is there any way that you try, I mean, everyone has a different gym or a different setup that they train in. Mm. How would you sort of tackle that if you wanted to do a simulation? Yeah, I, I think uh, replicating the exact race is a, is a good approach. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't, I don't think that's a bad idea. Um, I, but as I said, I think that you can you can skip some of the workouts on one on one one uh, practice session. You can kind of hone in on on some in another session. So, for example, my weakness now coming, I actually ra I raced in Las Vegas, and um, and the sleds were a real problem for me there. So now moving forward to my next race, I actually really want to hone in on the, on that on the mm -hmm. sleds. So perhaps rather than just doing sled pull and push uh, twice. Mm you know, you try and hone in on that, that weakness. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of uh, try and really improve on that and maybe skip some of the ones that you find a bit more, more simple. So still using like the, the lens of like a simulation being something where you're pushing your body to the max and you're actually getting it into that sort of VO2 max sort of space. But the exercises don't have to be a carbon copy of the race mm -hmm. and they can be more skewed one way or the other, but it's more about training in that air, in that sort of level of heart exactly. rate zone. Exactly. And the other thing that we actually did this weekend, um, which I think it, it, it applies for a lot of people in terms of what they do in the gym on a weekly basis. They don't actually, often in classes, you don't do three minutes of the same, or three or four minutes. I mean, the average, I think, uh, for a solid high rock, so you're spending at least four minutes on each station. Mm -hmm. And so you're doing four minutes of burpees, four minutes of lunges, four mm -hmm. minutes of ski erg. And that actually, in many gyms, you don't do that on a frequent basis. You you do a minute of, of mm. these things or 45 seconds or something. Mm. So I think to, to kind of um, increase the, the length of time that you work on a given mm. exercise, 
is a good it's a good approach as well yeah very similar to what what you said hunter does as well so overdoing it to get used to the the pain or the threshold you need to crossover in the actual and that makes sense so steve yeah. um basically to sum up i think what ben and eddie were saying there is try and get a few simulations in um don't worry too much about the accuracy it's ultimately just about getting getting a good shift in and mm. also you'll see by doing that what your weaknesses are i think that's what eddie was saying so yeah. he wants to focus on sleds um appreciably Sleds is always a bit of a hard one to find, mm. but if you can, because that's such a heavy thing, that'd be that'd be a good yeah. one to see if you can find somewhere to practice, even if it's just once or twice, just getting used to perhaps mm. pushing it. I, I certainly found that in in my mm. experience. Yeah. Um, moving on to uh, a question from my friend Scott, who is a golf pro in Saudi Arabia. Um, that's how far we've come. Yeah. We our reach is that big. <laughs> He's uh, a good guy, Scott. I really like him. Saudi Arabia. We're going to the Middle East, actually. Uh, well, Larix is going to the Middle East. Fantastic. This is this is, this is the question. Uh, to quote exactly, what the fuck is going on with High Rock's Middle East event in Dubai? <laughs> Laughing, crying face emoji. Probably not the best thing to ask the UK team, though. Let me think of a better question. He didn't come up with a better question, <laughs> so uh, we're going to have to go with this one, unfortunately. <laughs> Okay, um, so the Dubai event, and I guess transparent, transparently, I am not as clued up on the international events as I am in the, in the, uh, of the events in the UK. Um, so yeah, I believe we had a date booked in for the Dubai event, but it's been postponed for, for some reason or another. Mm. I am actually just going to go ahead and, and be honest and say that I really don't know why that was, was postponed, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I know that we do have a calendar of events in, in the Middle East, so... It's cool that we have you know that region added to, added to the global calendar as well. So Scott, hold sorry, t- sorry Scott, yeah. <laughs> hold tight, it will come at some point. Um, cool. What's the next question? Uh, that's a great question in itself. Um, I'm going to go for uh, one that was actually posted on the story replies. Um, so um, I'm going to go for one which is a little bit left of field, and if you can really answer this, I'll be very impressed. Um, if you added up all the wall ball throws during a competition day, how high would the ball travel? <laughs> God. <laughs> Who asked that question? Uh, I did. <laughs> Just panicking, oh scrolling God. through Instagram. Couldn't Please. find anyone. I, I literally, I was like, I was, does this thing work? I was like, trying to figure it out. And I was like, let me submit my own question. Um, so I assume, what, how high is, a, how high is a, a target? Well, we can figure it out. Yeah. I mean, it's math, right? Quick maths. Let's quick go. Math. Quick maths. We're three smart so guys. I hope <laughs> someone has a calculator on them. Okay, so we had, let's say we had, uh, we had about 4,000 athletes, let's say, in London. Yeah. Just over 4,000 athletes in our last London event. So obviously it would depend, event mm. to event, right? Depending yeah. on how many people come and take part. Um, 4,500 athletes competing in some different divisions so we've obviously got doubles in there which makes it a little bit more complicated so this is going to be a bit of estimations I mean I guess it's um, based on ticket sales then if you're thinking let's, like... let's go with um, so let's bring it down to let's bring it down to 3,000 okay 3,000 3,000 people who get to the wall balls yeah. do 100 wall balls yeah. because obviously in doubles you exactly wall balls, right? yeah. so let's bring it down that's a yeah. complete estimation it could be a bit off it's good let's, let's go for it um, so 3,000 people get into the wall balls mm-hmm. you're throwing the wall ball uh, 9 or 10 feet 
nine or ten feet. What's that in metric? <laughs> uh, that is six oh. six foot like one eighty. I think. <laughs> so uh, do it in feet. Okay, fine. Then we can transfer it over. Okay, so how so many? Let's go. Let's average say nine point five because there are both female and male people yep. you know, hitting the, their relevant heights. Um, so let's go nine point five yep. times three thousand. <laughs> Right, so 3,000 times 9.5 times 100 warbles in total. Yes, yes, yeah. good point, yeah, yeah. Times 100 gives us the grand total of 3.65 uh, times 10 to the minus 14, so... Then you oh, fucked no. that up. Yeah, right? well, that you know was, what? That was so bad. 3,000 <laughs> times, what did we say? Uh, 9.5 <laughs> 9.5 times, times 100, 100. Yeah, that's so that's that. that's 2.85 million I'm not sure what you've been well, doing there um, okay so 2.85 million feet yeah yes of war, and then if of you war like ballage of yeah. war ballage yeah. <laughs> so it's a very high high distance of war ballage I really thinking. liked Eddie this feels like an assessment centre where they're like how many windows are there in New York City and you're like hmm <laughs> car windows and building windows and you almost covered everything but you forgot I believe that in the women's division you only throw 75 I, did, uh, I do know this I do know this guys God, I wanted to avoid God. that level of complexity I didn't want to make it any more complex but uh, that's I right. think look let's, let's, it's over 2 minutes let's say it's over 2 minutes yeah. so pretty tall um, I'm happy my question caused that much, cha- that much chaos um, if you still listen to that whole segment then please I really hope you enjoyed that um, so back on to um, more uh Understandable questions or things that you probably would know a little bit more about. Questions you might pose to someone who knows a lot about high rocks that aren't completely ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. If you have any of those, that'd be good. Uh, Let me let me see what I can find. (laughs) Uh, So you love me, O two. Sent us a question saying, "I would like to do the event. I think we all would. Uh, How would I start to train?" Awesome. Great question. the good, the good news is that you might well already be training for high rocks without knowing it, because a lot of people run, a lot of people do burpees, a lot of people do lunges, um, a lot of people row, so it might well be, be that you do one of those things already, um, in which case, great, you're already half the way there, or maybe, maybe not halfway, half the way there, depending on how good you are at all those things. Um, but what you then need to do is you need to just try to start to replicate the feeling of high rocks and I think that goes back to the previous uh, question that we were talking about of I think Steve's question Mm. of kind of how many simulations should he do in in preparation for high rocks Mm. I think that you just need to start to tailor your your workouts more to high rocks and start to scale your workouts as you get closer to to the event that you sign up for Um, so yeah I'd, I'd say first first step is just to I guess start probably running more unless unless you're a runner in which case maybe you already run yeah. too much and and then you need to do more of the functional workouts mm. so um i think you just need to start kind of understanding what you're training for and that's the good thing about high rocks is that mm. you know exactly what's coming so you know you've got eight kilometers of running you know you've got these eight functional workouts depending on and mm. also depend it depends on your division right so there's a few there's a few variables but uh, I think you just got to start looking at looking at the end goal and start figuring out okay how am I going to get from point A where I am now to completing yeah. this kind of challenging but accessible workout which maybe I'm already somewhat yeah. training for yeah I think for me it was definitely the, the 
purchasing of the ticket mm. helped me focus my mind so much yes. more into making the decision that okay now my training has an objective mm. and I struggle with with no objective based training like I'm not pushing for a specific day or an event or something to like go on holiday or then I find that my training varies it sort of yeah. goes like in peaks and troughs yeah. and like my personal response to that question would be like book it make the pledge with yourself that you're going to go and do this yeah. and then you're able to actually meant like internalize okay now what do I actually have to start doing yeah and actually exactly. go through that journey which is super transparent again yeah. because of the nature of Hyrox because you know mm. what the race is that you're signing up for right yeah um, so yeah absolutely I'm going to pose the next question um, from Austin um, he asked about 15 questions in his message good so for I'm, him good for him good for yeah. him I'm going to pick on one that resonated with me most perhaps um, uh, and that is the Hyrox coach programs, I've had a look at this, they seem really interesting. Um, I know they're a thing in, in Germany, um, and the only reason I, I know that is because, you know, I'm from Germany, I visit my parents there a lot, so I was looking if there's a convenient one in, in my area, but I've not seen them perhaps be expanded to the rest of the world. I might mm. be mistaken there, but um, Austin's question there, um, is essentially will they expand into he asked the US but I guess that applies to, to all regions the coaching programs I mean can you give us like a brief overview of what they might be about are they like for, for people who are curious like me and Ben perhaps um, and yeah we're we gonna see them elsewhere in the world yeah absolutely so we've actually already hosted one uh, coaching program uh, in the UK uh, whereby we got all of our partner gyms together and we hosted a training day at CrossFit Favor in Birmingham. Um, whereby, yeah, so all of our cross, all of our, sorry, all of our affiliate gyms, they came together. Um, we did a big, a big days long kind of workshop in which you kind of learn more and more about the, the intricacies of high rocks and also how to program training for high rocks. Um, and so, so, so we hosted that first. Um, that first one, I think it was back in, actually even forget how long ago, I think it maybe was like six months ago or something. Mm. Um, and now we are looking to do more and more in the UK. Mm. And I know that it's, it's something that we're looking to roll out internationally as well. We're working in the back end a little bit on the software and the infrastructure and the whole approach to that as before we kind of expand it beyond our partner gyms and, and to, to any kind of... Uh, coach who wants to be more involved and who wants to kind of deliver high rock sessions mm -hmm. um and so stay tuned on that one although what you can expect when you when you rock up on the day is to learn a lot more about the intricacies of high rocks um, and the event and the and the movement standards but also more i guess more importantly in 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 that aspect is also how do you get uh, your your client if you're a personal mm -hmm. trainer from where they where they are at the moment that they sign up for the the event maybe until the mm. event how do you how do you program that training uh, so that's what you can expect on the day and it's super it was a really really fun day uh, with lots of kind of lots of like-minded people coming together uh, lots of great questions really good community event uh, we did a workout at the end obviously but with obviously some mm. a bit a bit of like classroom time which is a bit yeah. odd but yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's it, normally we're very much in the gym and, do, and doing, you know, doing mm. the workouts, but it is important that we also learn 
the most effective strategies for yeah. coaching people. Is, is there ever the potential for that training process for coaches to be online so it disseminates quicker and isn't re- locked to a region at all? Is that something you guys are looking into? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So that's, that's kind of part of the infrastructure that we're looking into in, in the back end of before we, as like with, with anything, before you launch it, you want to kind of make sure that you have everything yeah. really really solid and really really well planned before you go mm. go live so that's where we're at with that thank you for answering that question um, <laughs> going to continue throwing harder questions at you this isn't one that was asked on social but has been talked about in the in the wider community I guess um, I wanted to ask you how in your opinion um, High Rocks UK differs in or differs compared to the other regions and I guess that's twofolded so one would be like the actual participation and then the other maybe more from like a business perspective do you need to like tailor it in in certain ways um yeah yeah uh good question I think well I think actually I on a previous podcast of yours I I heard your analysis of that your Frankfurt event I think it was mm-hmm. Frankfurt mm-hmm. your Frankfurt event versus the UK based ones that you that you've done and you made the comment that by and large they were very similar which is is very accurate actually because across obviously it's the same race format um, I told you guys a little bit more about the operational back end of, of high rocks and how we how we run the events so one, you have, you set have a U- European set and a, and a North American set exactly right? yeah. exactly so these halls are all kind of looking fairly similar. I guess in terms of the community that you see at these events, we'll obviously see a more UK-centric community mm-hmm. in our UK events versus a more German-centric mm-hmm. uh, community in our German events. However, something that I think is super cool is people making... I've had lots of people making plans to travel to go mm. to, to various Hyrox events. So like some people at my gym are going to like High Rocks Valencia, for example. Wow. Um, some are, you know, some are going to the German ones. And I think that's going to become more and more of a feature. I think it's a super cool thing to do on a, on a weekend, particularly perhaps in the winter, obviously when mm. you can't maybe do as many outdoor, outdoor sports. Um, but you can go and travel, do the event, spend the weekend. In yeah, the yeah. Place. It becomes more of a holiday, more of an experience, exactly yeah. what the event kind of is. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's interesting you, you mentioned that because we will very shortly, I haven't told you this, Ben, but we will be doing this, um, announcing okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, <will> be <laughs> what High Rocks events the three of us, the Rock Zone trio, are going to be attending um, this coming season. So uh, there's, I think the first one might be kicking off in, in Basel, at least that's one of the first ones mm, I know. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, a cheeky trip to, to Switzerland is in order. Ooh, I um, do like the idea of we, that. We will be... Uh, putting out a list of what, what, what our uh, athletic careers uh, calendars yeah. are going to look like. Uh, <laughs> so that that will will be coming in future. Um, just to like pick on my question a little bit more, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, is the recipe for success kind of the same um, as far as you're aware? So here you kind of do various PFT tours and other kind of events like the. Um, Runner event that Ben speaks about and was what was the other one? Love Fit K 
camp. Yeah, they had a little festival thing where yeah, the guys so went along and were part of it. Basically, yeah. the the same kind of thing. You you show presents. You put on like a mock event, a mock up, or like a simulation, whatever you want to call it, of like the real thing. Give people a taste of like the energy, the enthusiasm, what not. Not. Um, is that the same recipe all throughout the world that you go and sell yourselves through those events or? Do you need to tailor that differently because you realise Spanish people, for instance, love Zoom workouts and you, you do that? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, long story short, yeah, it is. It is a similar recipe. Um, so obviously, the best way to kind of spread the High Rocks word and and the most relevant way is to go into gyms where people already have a. I guess they're the in some ways they're the low hanging fruit for us. The people who are already engaged in fitness and. As I say, they're already doing lots of the workouts that a Hyrox involves. So we need to be trying to kind of get into those gyms and to give them a little taster. And then that's, that piques their interest in our, in our main event. And then many people sign up to our main event off the back of that. So that is something, the gym tour that you've seen in, in the UK is, is something that's happening across Germany, across the US. It's something that us as a company, we're really focusing on and we believe it's a really a really great tool uh, to market the events, uh, to, to build our relationships with gyms who are so important mm -hmm. um, in our kind of ecosystem. Um, and so, so yeah, it, it, is, it is a similar form. Yeah. I, was, I was really hoping you were going to say in, in Holland, we need to give the Dutch like a paddle boarding class alongside it because otherwise they won't show up or something <laughs> as nuanced as that. Nice no, stereotype. It's, <laughs> is it? I don't, I don't know. know. I have no idea if the Dutch love paddle boarding. <laughs> We've just been watching the F1, so I suppose that's on your mind. Um, I guess um, moving on to a pretty direct question. Um, where is the new secret venue? Oh. <laughs> well, there's a reason it's a secret venue. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. as much. <laughs> So uh, there's a reason it's a secret venue. We haven't yet announced, but the exciting thing is that we're not yet done. I can, that's what I can say is mm. we're not yet done with our UK season 22-23. Uh, we will be announcing another couple of venues, uh, but we have not yet, have not yet announced them. Um, so you're just going to have to stay tuned on that one. That's uh, fair enough. That's fair. Do you have a, any idea of when you'll be announcing it at all? Also, oh, would you like to uh, announce it on the rock zone? <laughs> I doubt. <laughs> I'll, come back. I'll come back to announce it with you. Um, we will be announcing them both in the next, I'd say in the next month or two. Okay, both cool. Them, yeah, maybe at different times. Yeah. Um, so, so just for clarification, that's on top of the existing three event locations, yeah. London, Manchester, Birmingham, you're yeah. saying there's going to be some additional ones. Yes. Yes, cool. exactly. Uh, the one thing to know is maybe that we're not just holding them back just for the sake of holding them yeah, back. Yeah. We are also kind of in a similar vein to the coach program. We're just kind of tying up the, yeah, yeah. the final bits and pieces, but we're, uh, and, we're excited uh, to... to Finalising the contract with the rock zone to make sure <laughs> we get exclusive release. <laughs> <laughs> keep yeah, pushing exactly. it, keep plugging it. And I suppose there'll, there'll be enough sort of leeway between the announcement and when they are so that people can sort of get their training yeah, exactly. plan exactly, in place. Exactly, and that's, and that's why we want to um, we want to announce them pretty soon. So hopefully we, we should be able to, to go live with them pretty soon. So that's exciting. I think we've given, given Eddie a bit of a grilling there. Thank you to everyone who's uh, posted a question, by the way. Those were all awesome. Um, 
and I definitely think we're going to be doing something like that again in, in future. Um, to give you a bit more of an overview as to what happened this weekend, perhaps, um, also Eddie's looking at his, at his phone um, because he, he is tight on time, so I'm going to... Busy man. He is. Uh, I'm, I just wanted to touch on the, the weekend that the three of us have shared, mm-hmm. our elusive fitness camp. Um, and I wanted to ask Eddie directly about his first experience of squatting another human being. <laughs> I have to say that I was pretty surprised, surprised in the, I think I might want to squat you again. <laughs> so Max had the idea, we started off, we did a bit of like a bro kind of lifting session today, didn't we? Guys? Yeah. Um, so we started off with some some bench press. Well, actually, I should I should first qualify. We did a, a very high rock style session yesterday, mm. and so we decided to do a more strength based session today. So we're not kind of it's not that we're, we're overcompensating losing, losing on one thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not losing focus on our high rock training, uh, but we decided to do some strength strength work, which actually is very relevant for high rocks as well. Um, I think it's got space space in your in your kind of workout calendar as well in, in training for high rocks. Um, but we started off with some bench press mm. and then we did some squats and then Max decided that we were going to squat each other. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, which is quite interesting. One of those, if you haven't got the equipment, that's not an excuse sort of scenarios. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hanging off the, you were hanging off the basketball hoop. <laughs> I'd like Eddie to explain it. <laughs> how did it work? Um, how did it work? So one of us stood up onto like a, like a stool of some sort. Um, then we would jump onto the other person's shoulders. It, it wasn't, maybe it sounds more hectic actually the way I'm, ex- I'm explaining it than, than it was, but it was actually fairly easy to get someone. Yeah, to it's get fairly structured. Max, Max on our shoulder. Ben, for the, obviously this is a podcast, so you can't see the size of Ben. But, <laughs> but neither of us decided to try and squat Ben because Ben is quite a big guy. How, how much do you weigh, Ben? If you I weigh, uh, at the moment, it ranges from 96 to 98 kg. Okay, but yeah. uh, I'm not offended, mate. It's I, I'm tall, so it's not as if I'm yeah. just rolling around Me the gym. And Eddie were the open weights, and Ben was the elite weight and <laughs> no one no one fancied it um so anyway we would uh oh i guess for me max jumped onto my shoulders and i tried to pump out how many did i get did i get like 10 8 yeah. 10 yeah, 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 yeah 8 10 squats um yeah which was which was actually surprising mm. really quite a nice a nice squat we actually said afterwards max and i said that we preferred it to squatting with with a mm. barber mm. um, uh, so, um, yeah. a human man's groin like lends itself very nicely to fit comfortably <laughs> around your shoulders, which is pretty, this is nice. this is this is going in a really fun direction. Um, and he also complained about my loose fitting shorts. So <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe there's some questions on uh, on what merch you should be wearing. I guess actually, just to touch back quickly on on merch, just a question. I'm not sure if this is the thing, but do you guys have any plans with future merch, like things that don't already exist coming out? Um, so we've got next season's merch uh, collection. So we'll have a whole new collection of of gear, which will be which will have unique designs and stuff. So oh, wicked! It won't be the same as last season's. Oh, so cool! That's, yeah. that's I awesome. Don't, I don't know what it's going to look like yet. Yeah. Uh, but I I've, I think uh, the guys designing our merch have done a pretty cool job. That's a lie. He's wearing the new merch right now. <laughs> it looks really <laughs> damn good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the lie. <laughs> Um, so back onto back onto workout. I guess the the, the high rock style workout that we did uh, on the the day before, um, I found it actually pretty pretty tough. But what we did was we tried tried to emulate what we spoke about earlier with working for a longer period of time, and we did uh, three minute sessions yeah. uh, through a series of exercises. Yeah, 
Yeah, so what um, what exercises did we do? We did three minutes. So it was a group workout. Maybe that's yeah, we had that. some other people join us. Yeah. Some non-Rock uh, Zone people. Yeah, which so fun. there was five of us. Yeah. Five of us doing the workout. And so we decided to do a few different movements. So the movements were run, uh, running, burpees, rowing, lunges, um, ski erg, and... Clean and press. Uh, have I said... Well, well yeah. something... Oh, um, press, and curl. kind of, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what would you... What would you yeah, curl, curl and press. So you curl took, and press, yeah. took, took two dumbbells, curled them, held them at the top and kind of went straight into a press. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, so we did those, but the kind of where we tried to tailor it and where I, mm. I kind of pitched it to Max before the, before the workout to see if he was happy with it. But the way we, I tried to tailor it for high rocks was what I was mentioning earlier in terms of doing lo- longer periods of time on each of those workout stations, because that is very much what, what you're facing in a, in a high rocks event. So you have to get used to, you know, lunging for, you know, and I'd say three minutes is, is kind of uh, little, but it is difficult, you know, when, you, when you're doing three, when you're faced with three minutes of burpees, for example, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's, it's a difficult Three, three minutes of burpees versus three minutes of running is a huge mm. difference. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. But, but in High Rocks, let's, let's be honest, I think also we, we should look at even extending that because mm. in High Rocks, unless, I mean, unless you guys are really fit by the <laughs> next event, <laughs> you're not going to be doing three minutes. You're going to be doing more like four four and a half, five, yeah, yeah, each yeah. of those stations. So uh, depending on the station. Yeah. So there's the, the farmer's carry, which often mm. is, is a bit quicker. But um, So we, we ran that circuit, what, we went through it twice, and that took us about 40 minutes or so? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was a puddle, so that was good fun. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yeah, um, I guess we are, we're running dangerously close to a perfect time for an episode, <laughs> so I think it's probably about time to wrap it up, unless you have anything final you'd like to say, Eddie? Anything you want to talk about? Any exclusive reviews? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so, guys. But thank you for having me back on. Thanks for coming out again. I'm sure we'll do another one soon. And uh, I'm sure we'll do another podcast as well. So 100% happen. appreciate it. Any time we get to spend with you is precious to everyone here thank and online. Um, so thank you very much again for coming and sitting down with us and hanging us here. I guess the final thing to say is if you want to ask Eddie a question yourself, you can reach out to Hyrux UK on their Instagram page or you can send us a message on our Instagram page and we're more than happy to put it to him in the next one again. Our Instagram handle is rockzonepod, uh, both on TikTok and on Instagram. Um, any more from you, Max? No, I'm, I'm completely satisfied. So am I. Right, that leaves us with one final thing to say, and that is thank you very much, and Roxanne out. Oh, I was going to get Eddie to say it. Oh, there we go. Roxanne out. Well, thanks so much, anyway. <laughs>